Welcome to Beauty and the Mess, redefining what it means to have it all and how to find fulfillment in life. And now your host, transformational life coach and creator of the active word line, Beauty and the Mess, Robin Emmerich. Welcome to Beauty and the Mess. Today we've got Kara Calkins with Kara Calkins Communications. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Glad to finally get to chat together. Yeah, so this is technically round two. Our <laughs> first episode did not record. We had literally no volume, first time ever. So trusting yeah. that wasn't meant to be and we are meant to be, I've got goosebumps right now, here today in crazy times yes this is a bit of weird times right now but yes everyone just needs to kind of stay calm I think like the stress and anxiety not only lowers your immune system but just like causes this unnecessary frenzy and everyone's feeling it and it's gonna it just tends to kind of get out of proportion I think Mm -hmm. you know we're really impacted by the media and we should be listening to what you know our leaders civic leaders are sharing with us and what is safe and healthy but i think there's a certain line there that's getting a little out of hand right (laughs) right and just this morning i had run to target and trader joe's and the lines were insane in austin we technically have not had any cases until today we Mm -hmm. had two and and within hours it's it's almost become a different city right yeah and I think you know there's still a lot more to come before it gets better Um, but I think you know this is just so new it's something we don't know about and so that's scary to people and Mm -hmm. I think you know probably looking back in history this has happened before with other things that eventually there were vaccines and medications and understanding that so that people didn't feel this sort of like you know just fear and right. anxiety but until that unfortunately we're kind of in this weird place and right. it's starting you know it's affecting our business so not just me but the people I work with um you know we're lucky that a lot of the work we were doing for the South by Southwest festival that recently was just canceled um you know was more so with clients that we just can do continuous work with versus bigger projects a lot That's of my great. friends in the event production world, in the music world, um, you know, have lost work now for the next two foreseeable months. Um, and so it's just a, it's, it's tough and, you know, trying to kind of band together and figure out, you know, how to support each other and what we can be doing, um, moving forward. But it's, um, it's that trickle down effect to, you know, our service industry and just our economy in general is something that I think, unfortunately, we're going to see play out for a bit of time here. For a while. And really the uncertainty. Yeah. Right. And for so many, the uncertainty is what often creates that anxiety. So absolutely. I mean, think of anything you're scared about. It's always like, because you just don't know whether it's Right. A new job or a relationship or a pandemic outbreak. <laughs> exactly. And what happens is we want to control it, yeah. right? Especially as like empowered, right, female driven mm-hmm. women. Totally. Right? Yeah. You know, so many of my clients that I work with, as well as myself, you know, in those moments of anxiety we want to like hang on to mm-hmm. what we can. Oh, absolutely. I was actually just having a conversation with a few friends in the last week and, you know, it's like, oh, I, 
you know, and I am this person too, like when things maybe are not within my control in my personal life, like I tend to like throw myself in work like right. 200% <laughs> because I can control that. Like my name's on the door. I know what we're doing. I'm leading the charge. And I have a lot of friends similarly, obviously, like attracts like, so <laughs> lots of friends in the same boat. And um, it's been really scary because this and like with the events canceling and sponsorship, you know, just all yeah. of these things that it's impacting in our sort of events marketing world, um, now it's out of our control. So now it's like, oh gosh, like that's the one thing I was always able to control. Wow. Yeah. Interestingly enough, most clients that I've been seeing lately have really been focused on their relationships and mm. letting work go up until this week. Mm. And it shifted with most of them. So I can only imagine that you're not alone in that and that a lot of women are finding that they can't focus on their work as much. Yeah. So what do you do in those moments? What do you do? I, what do you do? I know we're, I'm literally we're try, we were in the office just earlier before I came up here, and you know we're just trying to kind of keep maintaining things, looking ahead to things we can, um, trying to help mitigate current situations, whether that's helping our clients, you know, write messaging to their customers about you know the safety and health precautions they're mm-hmm. taking and. Or figuring out if we are going to host an event this weekend or next week um, as part of some of this programming that was scheduled. Um, so I think it's just kind of making these day, hour by hour, day by day, like being a council and then right. looking ahead to like, okay, well, let's imagine business as usual and what are we? Because, you know, in this world, we are always kind of strategically planning months out. So looking at, you know, our quarter or two plans and what that looks like and just trying to stay positive. (laughs) So it's, it's almost requiring all of us in business as well as in our personal lives to stay more present. And of course we have to plan further out because that is life, right? Like when you think about like life is short at the end of the day, we don't know how long Mm -hmm. we're all going to be here. Mm -hmm. Right. Yet that doesn't mean that we live life as if we won't be here tomorrow, right? Right. We still have, have, have to, to live as if right, right. we're, we're you know, going to grow old and, and mm-hmm. die of an old age. That True. said, um, same thing in our personal lives. You know, a lot of people, especially those that are being quarantined, are really being called to focus within themselves. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of couples are, are being called home or you know, people that have been out together are, are quarantined mm-hmm. together right now, which is pretty fascinating when you think about how it's affecting not only businesses, but also people. Right. Two things that that kind of brought up, which is funny you said that about the social isolation. Quarantine, yeah. So yeah. however they're deeming yeah. it. Um, there, it's like there's personal, been a lot of posts that I've been reading you know, on social media about like, kind of how to make sure like like social isolation doesn't mean like emotional mental isolation like making sure that people right like aren't getting like super depressed and anxious and all like that's really interesting I wasn't even thinking about that you know or like kind of that stir crazy and or right like how do you revisit your relationships now kind of when you're forced into that and yourself right that's a whole it's a whole thing 
It, it is a whole thing. <laughs> Yet the beauty of it is that we're all being called to it. Right. And, you know, that is the beauty of social media and being able to connect online mm -hmm. because, for example, in my own private practice, I have an office. And gradually over, you know, I've been in business for 10 years, so gradually over, I'd say, the last like, two years, more and more clients are wanting to do phone sessions rather mm. than drive to the office, whether they're in Austin mm -hmm. or, um, I mean, obviously it's going to be phone if they're not in Austin, but even those in Austin are like wanting to do phone sessions and, and it's been really great because they're able to be in their own space right. and go through their emotions and transformations in their own space and maybe not feel as vulnerable right as as in if office, in office. Um, yeah, and then you know the online courses have become more prevalent mm. so I almost wonder if this is going to start shifting more things to become available online yep. such as personal growth or even online events right well that's even stuff that's happening with like South by and even brands that are trying to kind of still offer some of the something, something what they were gonna do I know we've been talking to a lot of people that are figuring that out right now what that do you looks know like. any that have decided what that I don't looks I can't, like nothing online? that I can like publicly yet but yeah. um, but, but I know that happening. people are yes and I imagine that South by like officially is I think maybe potentially trying to put content and speaking, you know, online, I, I would, I would assume, I don't know mm -hmm. exactly yet. When you said about looking ahead or staying present, like having that as part of this whole, you know, time where we are kind of, let's take a breath. And now we are living, you know, minute by minute, day by day, things are changing so rapidly. It's actually been really interesting and in that you said that because I've been, one of the things that like gives me anxiety or just has been sort of a how do I balance this in my life is I feel like especially for my job and just the nature of the business that I'm always looking, you know, a month ahead, two months ahead, three months ahead. And I'm like, I sometimes am like, I'm like a little sad. I'm not feel like I'm always living presently and like am I missing out on what's happening right now, whether that's work related or not. But like maybe, and I feel like maybe because I always am feeling like I'm just constantly looking ahead that time goes by so fast and that, you know, maybe I'm not personally living presently. So that was really interesting that you said that. I just got goosebumps <laughs> that you said that. So I appreciate you bringing that up because I can imagine so many people when you say that identify because as we said, it gets mm -hmm. so easy to get caught up in business, right? Yeah. It's so easy to focus on work or really just the busyness of life. Right. Then like you have this plan, you know, you know you have this in two months or you're looking ahead to this season or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is, it's like we're constantly just like that and it's yeah, it's how do you stop and like, whoa, like can we just take a minute yeah. and like what is happening now because I do sometimes feel like I I miss out on things because I'm not here in the moment yeah and it's and it's valid you know there's two perspectives on it ultimately there's no mistakes right. everything you experience is what you're meant to experience where on the flip side of it is when we aren't present we are missing things there's things that can go past us that we miss Mm -hmm. Because we're just not not right, here. Right, right. Opportunities, um, people. Oh, mm -hmm. I think that's like what yeah. I'm like 
Yeah, your soulmate could be standing next to you in the grocery I know. line at Target. You're like on my phone because I'm <laughs> dealing with something and you know whatever. But. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so true. And you know, I've actually learned that over my own business of when I do attempt to plan in my business, everything will start to fall apart. Hmm. So it's been interesting to navigate that because I have found in the last 10 years that if I'm not present and in flow, mm-hmm. then I'm not attracting clients mm. and I'm not able to truly authentically guide people through their own journeys as I can present, right? Mm-hmm. So a huge part of the work that I do is actually staying centered and present myself. Interesting. Yeah. And it's it's been a journey in and of itself because in the beginning, I was in my head thinking, no, I have to do all this. Mm. And it was actually, ironically, only a few weeks ago when I first heard Sarah Blakely speak at Tony Robbins mm. on how she founded Spanx that I felt like almost validation and, free- and like extra freedom of operating my business that way mm-hmm. and hearing her story I don't know if you've heard yeah, it but no, she's actually she always makes me feel better about my life yes uh, I don't know what it is about her but and her story and her both her yes. work and personal life like I love when she talks about like I was older when I met my husband I still had yes. a family like, like calm down everyone you know yes. like I'm like okay Phew. because it's more <laughs> flow and intuition and right. I feel that she's really one of the first billionaire entrepreneurs that is speaking out about it right like in a very Mm -hmm. powerful way and uh, I so appreciated that because the more that we begin to operate from that space from that like feminine fluid energy Mm -hmm. we do become more present and attract more again that doesn't mean that we don't have to plan right that means that our planning is different and we can actually you know, I don't know if you've read Woman Code, but there's actually a whole book on the cycles mm-hmm. that we have as women and how we can actually plan our workflow for the cycles of our own internal oh. systems. So that's something that I found find fascinating, something I've experimented with, but um, you know, I think that I've kind of already found my own tune with things mm-hmm. and flow. So I found some of it to be helpful and other times I just had to to listen and trust myself Mm -hmm. so I think that there's like a whole new opening here of exploration for presence and balance and navigating life and business in a different way yeah well we're all gonna see (laughs) (laughs) but agree totally (laughs) yeah so if you were just starting your business what would you now look back and and tell that beginning female entrepreneur at that time? Um, well, I mean, I kind of, things sort of progressed to have continued to, for the most part up until now, um, pretty organically and just like, I wasn't really, I didn't really have a intention at the beginning to start my own business and it just kind of happened so tell us that story Um, for those that don't know well I was looking for a job basically and just wasn't finding the right thing wanted to be here in Austin had been working remotely here but for something outside of Austin and realized like if I really wanted to make this my home I needed to 
kind of find my 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 community whatever and in turn like I thought working for something here would just connect me more into the city and and I didn't you know I didn't even have sort of my friend group or anything like that yet um and so as I you know looked for opportunities found potential opportunities that just wasn't the right thing so I started freelancing and picking up you know just kind of meeting people networking just sort of doing what I knew how to do in terms of like building my relationships um definitely like public relations obviously relations is literally in the title it's like I always say like I'm in the business of relationships like that's so much of like just what we do um and so things just kind of happened where I was you know connecting to some really amazing people and started to meet people that potentially you know could refer me to projects or needed me for job type you know for this type of work and it just kind of grew and I was like, oh, okay maybe this isn't the like in between while I find the next job maybe this like is my next job and just kind of went with it and was sort of like okay well I guess I'll try to like work for myself and see how <laughs> it goes and give it a year and if it you know totally sucks or I you know I can't pay my rent then I'll get a job and Simple it just sort that. of, right, it just kind Flip of it. happened. Um, <laughs> and then just sort of really happened. And how many um, years ago was that? So that was like four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so then things have like, flow. definitely, I mean, things, you know, I think the flow could be improved constantly, as you know, always. lots of, um, you know, not always a good balance of everything. But um, I do enjoy what I do. And I've met so many amazing people and sort of found my, you know, various crews, um, squads or whatnot through what I do for the most part, which is really great. Um, so you're kind of getting the work in play. Yeah, I definitely think a lot of it goes hand in hand, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Like, especially just being in, I don't know if I would have done this anywhere else, but Austin. And like, I just have okay. found Austin to be such like a supportive community too for like women entrepreneurs. Um, I mean, I have some amazing, talented male colleagues and friends as well, but like, I mean, I'll just, you know, get dinner or drinks with girlfriends and and we'll talk about work, but in like a way of like, how can we help each other? And like, what's ever, ever, you know, what's going on with everyone? And like, what can we brainstorm to do together? And, you know, things like that, where it's like, I like never had done stuff like that before or like had that as part of my friendships. Um, So that's really cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the female entrepreneurial spirit here, I think is strong and supportive as well as the local business support. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole thing of what's even happening this week and sort of in light of all of this, you know, fear and anxiety, there's this underlying message of like, we still wanna help and support like our city and each other. And, Mm -hmm. you know, whether that is still maybe going out to your favorite bar for a drink or to see a show, um, you know, depending on how comfortable you are with that or, if things are happening still, um, I think it's that's it's that's going to be a really big deal for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Austin's so great like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, what would you say with having your work and play? How do you find that balance in your personal relationships? Mm, yeah, I mean, I like I, I think some of it is goes hand in hand, just like with some of my friendships intertwine with professional things too 
Um, and a lot of what I get to do luckily is social as part of work in terms of like events and going out to things. Um, but I think, you know, I've gone in waves of like, in, in terms of dating or in terms of prioritizing my personal life so at some times, um, I definitely don't do that as much as I probably could. And I think that it's just sort of depend on like where I'm at with that. And if I'm allowing that to happen and to balance that, I mean, when I have found someone I wanted to date, like I find the time to do both, obviously, but <laughs> Sometimes it's and just... And so what happens right. when you're not making the time? When I'm not making the time, then I'm not dating anyone. <laughs> and <laughs> so how's I guess, that working? So yeah, so you know, I guess that's the lesson there. But, um, but it, that truly is single. becoming more and more prevalent where yeah. as female entrepreneurs truly are becoming, you know, it's, it's almost becoming a fad in a sense. Yeah, and I don't want to be like... I, I don't want to be married to my business or my work and only that. Like, I, I think just in general in life, like, I've always done so many things. And um, this is not even, like, the only, you know, I've done different careers. I mean, similar industries. But, like, I don't want to just only be known for one thing or that to be just the my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that that's not, it's just a matter of sometimes... like opening up to it or making the priority for it um yeah and so what what would you say to other women that are facing that same challenge I mean I think that in the times where I have I think it's sometimes about like again that whole going back to the idea of like living presently and opening to what's around you because sometimes I've met some like really amazing people that have come into my life organically just because like I've actually been my eyes are open and I'm like there somewhere where I am meeting somebody that is then you know crossing my path for a reason um I think that it's also like when you're but then when you're looking too hard for those things I don't think no (laughs) no 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 not at all Um, I mean, I think we have used really great tools for people that are really busy to find, you know, ways to to date, whether that's an online app or, you know, other means of social media. But um, so I think there are, you know, there are tools now for what people that are super busy and not necessarily wanting to go out to a bar every weekend or whatever it is or how do you meet people. But I think... I've also been um, really challenging myself to say yes to things, even if I like don't want to do it always, whether that's maybe getting invited to somewhere that I don't know many people or to something that like I wouldn't normally do or like a last minute invites, like a friend inviting me to go to like an event that I wasn't planning to go to, you know, and it was like, okay, well, I had plans and I was going to you know, go to the gym and then like finish up this, you know, whatever press release that I really need to do. But you know what? No, I'm going to say I'm going to go and I will figure out the rest in the morning. You know, like I think it's about like giving yourself that like freedom Freedom. and flexibility um, if you can. I think if you are like single and don't have dependent things around you, then you have the gift of that and you should use that and not because it's easy closed right it's easy to stay closed and Mm -hmm. it's easy to say no right um and whenever you know whenever we do that we do not only close ourselves off but we 
begin more of that isolation, only focusing on our work once again. Right. No, totally. Right. It's I mean, easy to get in that cycle. And that's right. And I see myself do that a lot. And then it's like, okay, you know, kind of shift. Don't let yourself get sort of in that like solo, I guess silo or whatever would be the right word maybe, of like, that's all that I'm going to be focused on right now. Yeah. I love that. What what are some of your biggest challenges in your life or business and how do you overcome them? Well, I think, I mean, just financially, like running your own business is like always challenging. Um, I'm also like more of a creative. I'm not really a business person. So like, those those things are really hard for me to like I have actually just hired someone to help me with like how do I make more money <laughs> basically um, in layman's terms in my terms because I'm like I don't understand all of these balance sheets and P&L that's great um, it's just because so you're reaching out for support yeah I like I think and it's hard too I mean in this type of an industry like I don't have necessarily set business for years at a time it's maybe it's three month contracts maybe it's six months maybe it's a year like Mm -hmm. that's and so to have employees and to have people that rely and to pay rent for offices and just you know like Mm -hmm. to run a business you have to you know have a certain like baseline and just kind of right and so that that's always just like scary and challenging so how do you get through that um I mean I think it's about being smart and not taking on more than you can handle like in terms of what you're you know paying out um and then sometimes it's right asking for help whether that's maybe it's a small business loan from your bank or maybe it's an expert who can help you with your forecasting and budgeting you know and I think I recognized really early on that like the numbers business side, like the bookkeeping stuff, like that was going to take me so much longer. Like I had to value the hour, the value of my hour of time versus paying someone for that hour. And even when I was like, didn't have employees, I had someone doing my books because I just knew that that was not something that like I was prepared to invest my time in. And that just made sense. So. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. Any other thoughts? I think it's just like overall, like I think you asked even in the beginning, like what would you tell your former self or your earlier self? Um, I think it's like really when I like even meet with like college kids or like speak at things, like it's so much about, you know, A, like not having so much pressure on yourself or like these expectations. Like I think it's amazing to have expectations, like goals you want to achieve. But, like, not to beat yourself up over it or to think that you have to be what that looks like at this time in yes. your life and at this age. Like, are you kidding? Like, did I ever think that I would be, like, single, without children, like, owning a business at 36 years old? Like, probably not. But, like, I am. And, like, then you set new goals and expectations. And so yes. I think that that's, like, a big thing that I don't think I saw as much growing up that I think – hopefully girls and women now will see that as like these sort of you know there's just there's not this like box you have to fit into and there are role models you can see that are doing those things differently and that's okay 
I love that. And you know what I love about you is that you are so much in your creativity and intuition and heart. And I think you live that example for people that radiates around you, your staff, our city. And it's really beautiful to see you continuing to grow and flourish in that space as a creative female heart-centered entrepreneur. Thank you. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Love talking to you always. I know. Me too. Thanks for joining us on Beauty and the Mess. Feel free to visit Robin on Instagram at Robin underscore Emmerich. Keep on living your beautiful life and embrace the mess.